Hey there, this is Charles. Good morning. It's Monday, February 12th, 2024. Coming to you a few hours late this morning because someone decided to drop a Super Bowl right in the middle of my primetime podcast editing window. Congrats to the Chiefs for winning one of the most exciting Super Bowls that I can remember. I know many of the wives and girlfriends of the players listen to the show. So again, congrats and try to get your men to shout us out during an interview. Uh, This week, we'll continue our discussion of self-care for men, and in this fun-sized episode, Dan and I will chat about our spa days and the services we love to use to recharge. Enjoy, and please follow or subscribe to the show. Thanks. Good morning, Charles. How are you? Spectacular, Dan. How are you? I am well. Yesterday was, uh, had a little bit of a rough morning yesterday. Mm. I was uh, in the middle of cooking breakfast and taking a shower. You're going to save time. Um, so I had the like Kramer shower. <laughs> not exactly. <laughs> I had uh, I had my sausage and my eggs uh, going on low heat while I take my shower, so that as soon as I get out of the shower and dry off, I'm ready to eat. Uh, water cut out in the middle of the shower, which oh. makes finishing showering difficult, as well as cleaning up after a uh, cooked so breakfast. Were you all soaped up. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, and so I had to then get. Uh, spring water out of my five gallon jug and use that to get the soap (laughs) off of myself and to uh, clean my pans as as I was leaving to go to work. It's because some stupid idiot, you know, hit a a water spigot with their RV idiots. I mean, only the, the worst of the worst. Yeah, and this was daylight too. This oh, wasn't there's even, no excuse. This wasn't yet. even the middle of the night, oh. like like when I did it. No, no excuse. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was frustrating. There, as I was driving out, it was somebody I think at the end of the street that I'm on, and uh, just water everywhere. And I was like, oh yeah, I've been there. But no, I do, I do feel <laughs> been there, brother. I do feel, <laughs> I do feel slightly more compassion toward that experience like uh-huh. you know the frustration of why why is the water just cutting off in the middle of you know I'm trying to get ready for work. it's like oh now now I know exactly why because somebody did something they didn't mean to do and it happens so i uh yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was it was a bit of a hassle that's added, a great little uh, perspective to have certainly right? added some additional time to my routine of getting ready to go to work in the morning mm-hmm. which uh you know is is a bit of a bummer uh what about you what's new with you what's new with me um <laughs> just wrestling some some home, homeowner issues with you know with my new uh my my new landscaping and my backflow apparently that I've got different companies pointing fingers at each other because uh, of the backflow is not working properly I can't get my sprinklers to well, work at least your background and, in tech has you prepared for two companies blaming the other company for what they were supposed to do exactly <laughs> exactly so uh now these plants that need watering can't get watered. So I'm out there with the hose and having to do, you know, having to, you know, water them manually. And obviously first world problems, it's not yeah. a big deal, but at the same time, I haven't had new plants in 10 years. My sprinklers have only barely been keeping my brown grass alive from dying off yeah. and never really needed them before. And ironically, the time I really would love to have them working properly right. is when I can't get them to work. So yeah. Yeah, that's that's a bummer. Your, <laughs> your, land, your new landscaping looks amazing though. It's Thank definitely you. The, Designed it myself. The best on your street. It looks good. I appreciate that. Thank I, you. Uh, yeah, I like it. The uh, I was thinking it's too bad that while you have to manually do the uh, 
the watering, it's not like you can't even really get steps in while you're doing it. I mean, the, the no. most productive you can be is basically putting your your earbuds in and listening to something. But you know what? It's getting me daylight hours where yeah. it was. It's been a little bit cold here, so I've been finding excuses to not get outside. Yeah, same. And so now it's almost forcing me to get out there and at least spend a few minutes out there in the sun. So it's great. I'd also like to say your blue background looks amazing. I'm so glad that I did this regardless of how much you kicked the yeah, screen. Um, the I appreciate it. Yeah, it looks beautiful. <laughs> it, it does look really nice. I, uh, I, I'm i very happy with uh, the tech that you've put into the studio here. And we can even change colors, which I will briefly demonstrate. Here's, nice. uh, here's a little bit of pinkish purple. All right. Here's some darker blue. Uh, the yellow and the red I don't think look great. So we're going to probably skip using those. It's very subtle at this point. The green's uh, okay, but this yeah. this sort of light blue color, I think. I'm looks, a fan of the blue. Yeah, it looks the best. But uh, we're going to double up the number of lamps that we're using. Uh, I sent them to the wrong address. Otherwise, we'd be using them right now. But I sent them to my UPS store address instead. So when we record our next episodes, which I guess will be sometime next week, we'll, uh, we'll have an even brighter background behind yeah. us, which – Looks looks like we almost know what we're doing. Almost, almost. Oh, and then we just came back from fo- uh, Podfest. Podfest, yes. Podfest. Holy was, cow! How could we forget? Yeah, Podfest was uh, a mixed bag, as it often is. I think we got more positive out of it than negative. But uh, yeah, the the one thing that that does bug me a little bit about it is the venue quality has uh, has gone down consistently since we've started going. And that I, I like going to conferences and conventions in nice places. And so when the place that they're holding the event is just kind of eh, that, yeah. that bums me out a little bit. Uh, the other thing is the – I'd say about half the speakers were very well prepared and the other half were kind of – it felt like they were kind of just winging it, mm-hmm. which I don't like that either. What bothered me about the venue was that they decided to put a lot of – conference or i guess the lessons that were being oh yeah the breakouts the breakouts thank you that's the word i was looking for in the expo hall so you oh that's the word what was going on it was so loud obnoxious and those were the ones i was really looking forward to the video editing the video and the beginner track were both in the in the expo hall so if you guys haven't been to one of these conferences basically you know you've got these little hotel conference rooms where most of the breakouts happen and then there's usually a big vendor hall because that's how you know most of this actually gets paid for i I would imagine they don't probably get most of their money from attendees or a combination of attendees plus vendors who buy tables and set up booths so there's a big room full of booths where you can walk around talk to vendors find out about their products and services and then yeah in two corners of that big room they had a place for sessions you know breakout sessions to occur and yeah it's it's just you can't really hear what the person's saying and if they have to turn the speakers up loud enough so you can hear them it gets all distorted and wonky sounding and it's only it's only fenced off by curtains curtains so and the area the the ceilings are 30 feet high the curtains go up eight feet so it It, does nothing (laughs) it does nothing there's people right outside yeah talking and the the one that I went to that you were at there, you couldn't even get in there. There, there was limited seating. Yeah. And people are standing on the outside of it. Yeah. And so even if you're standing, you get there a couple minutes late. All the other ones, it was that wasn't the case. You could walk right. in, find a spot, find a seat. Even if you were standing, at least you were in an enclosed room. So right. you could actually hear and yeah, comprehend exactly. what was being taught. Yeah. But those, yeah, trying to put them on in that room. Uh, now, I believe at Podcast Movement in Dallas, they did have one or two stages in the big room, but I think 
for some reason it wasn't nearly that bad either the sound was better or the i mean the sound system was better or the acoustics were better or the crowd was less noise i don't know what it was but right. we went to a couple good ones uh yeah. sessions in the big room in dallas and it was fine i didn't notice any of those problems i, I don't know what the difference was i i think it was just for whatever reason i just felt it was noisier in yeah. the room that we were at I don't think in Dallas they had two of them running at the same time yeah. either in the big room. That's a good point. You know, where this That's one, right. they they were not all that far apart. The two, the video track and the beginner track, I think it was. Yeah, maybe 100 feet. If that, yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, with, with two sound systems and speakers and microphones and kind of competing with each other and the roar of the crowd. Yeah, it was not great. So I... I'm I'm a little conflicted about and and I did complete my survey um that I got in my email that said basically the venue that you choose for next year's is going to be the largest factor in whether or not I go back. Mm-hmm. So if and, and I assume hotels are probably jacking up their rates and stuff, which is fine, but I would rather pay an extra $100 to attend the conference and have it in a nicer spot. Here's the thing is for that specific that was really the only issue that I had was being not being able to attend we we paid for a creator pass and we weren't able to get a lot of you know the sessions that we wanted right. because of of this and there were rooms that were open and available right. at that time That's true, yeah and i I'd, I'd heard some rumblings of them actually being moved last minute from oh. one of those rooms okay. into the expo, the expo hall set. okay and i think we actually wa- walked into the the main conference room which was empty and we sat there remember we we're sitting there with the other guy oh that's true yeah during those video sessions yeah that's right and it's completely nobody's was using it so i don't know what that's about like how much mm. of an extra cost that would be whatever it is but it seems like if people aren't getting the value out of what they've already yeah. expect you're doing a lot of people a disservice yeah i think yeah. uh the, the next big one that's on the list is uh, in August after I get back from Europe, there's one up in uh, outside of D.C. Yep. at a Gaylord property. And the Gaylord hotels are always so stinking yep. nice, yep. Uh, you know, but flying up there won't be much of a cost. Staying in the D.C. in the nice neighborhoods of D.C. can be expensive. I told you that usually when I go up to D.C., I stay at a capsule hotel, which is like a special kind of hostel mm-hmm. where you have, you know, your own little pod that you that you stay in. Uh, but it would be, it would be a very difficult commute from staying in downtown DC. I think it's National Harbor is is the town in Maryland where the where the event is, and uh, so I would I would have to shell out the real money to stay in a hotel room and either split one with you or we we each have our own. So, um, but I I kind of all the things that I didn't like about this one were things that I did really enjoy when we went to Dallas. Like they just, they did everything that I didn't like about this one better. For example, the Wi-Fi in Dallas was perfect the whole time oh. where not having attended something like that. Two of the days were work days, Thursday and Friday. So I needed to be available for emergencies or issues um, and not having good Wi-Fi in half of the conference rooms was a bit nerve wracking and also frustrating. So Charles, why didn't you use the wireless signal that we had? Because we didn't have one of those either. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. My, yeah. My couple... phones. My phone signal was non-existent. Yeah. And uh, and the facility Wi-Fi was unusable. So those two things together. And, and here's how it affected the presentations. Because oh, in yes. one of them, about that. 
I needed to get on the internet. So I needed to sit in the back of the room because the front of the room, you couldn't get a cell service. So I sat in the back of the room and the people presenting were like, hey, come up here, come up here, you know, because they wanted people closer for the the presentation. And they're handing out flyers. And one woman even made a comment. She's like, you're going to make me walk all the way back here to give you one of these. And I didn't want to get into it. And I'm just like, you know, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. But but yeah. it's like I and then it affected their presentations too because some of them were using you know cloud based uh, that's right technology for storing their their presentations and those weren't working so videos wouldn't load gifs wouldn't load stuff and stuff that was, threw them off course yeah. and they're like oh this is supposed to be blah 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 right. and and just ruins the flow yeah there yeah, were a lot so. of things that I think were easy fixes that should have been found out to begin with beforehand and it could have been resolved yeah i agree but it was nice uh you know seeing the two sort of the two vendors in this space that we've dealt with before virginia and adam yep where you know i didn't get to see virginia's but i assume she killed it because she is a professional and adam definitely killed it his his was one of the best ones we saw if not the best one yep and that's you know what we've kind of grown to expect from him so it was nice to connect with both of them and see them do what they're good at. Yeah, absolutely. I love Adam because of his simplified approach to offering value, right? He doesn't yeah. overcomplicate it. He doesn't try to get you confused. He just gives and gives and gives and tries to make it as simple as possible. And it doesn't try to like rope you into purchasing things for him from him. No, he's great. Because he's getting you confused, right? Yeah. And I feel like that was a little bit of a flavor for some of the other presenters, you know, all right. Well, I think all the people who listen to us and also host their own <laughs> podcast will really enjoy <laughs> that segment. On, on, yeah, yeah on you're welcome. Best experience. You're uh, welcome. So, uh, unfortunately, they, those pe- people like that probably don't exist. No. Uh, okay, so let's talk about. Uh, we're continuing our um, discussion of self care for men by Garrett Muntz, and we're going to cover the topic of spas and what. Uh, why you go to a spa, what you get at a spa, and what it's like to visit a spa. So um, I've gone to – I wouldn't say I frequent spas. Now, in the past, I have had um, monthly massage memberships before mm-hmm. or monthly memberships where you can choose to use either one massage a month or one facial a month. And uh, I did enjoy that when I had it. Uh, I think I did – I've done that at Hand and Stone Massage here in Florida. Um, and that was – that was pretty nice being able to build up those credits sort of like audible and then, you know, Oh, I forgot I had these. I should schedule one of these. And that's, that's kind of nice. I would, I would reconsider signing up for one of those again. But, uh, yeah, the, the thing about massages and facials is, is it's that piece of self care that you just can't do for yourself. There's no giving yourself a massage. I mean, I suppose, you know, you can lay on the floor with a foam roller, but it's not going to be quite the same as uh, a little bit different. Yeah. Not quite the same as having a, a licensed therapist go to work on you for 50 minutes and yeah. taking care of the kinks and the knots and stuff. Yeah. The other nice thing about it going regularly to something like you had, or uh, I go to massage Lux, I've got a therapist there. And I, I, once I find somebody that works on me with the right technique and and goes deep enough, I stick with them and then they get to kind of know your body. And so they get to really get in. And the more times you have massages with them, the better they know your body and the better they can actually address the issues that you have. So yeah. Yeah. I do have a recommend it. My one therapist, who I think you visited over at uh, my chiropractor, Monica. She's, yeah, she's great. Yeah, I went to her for after uh, an auto accident where I was feeling pretty tight in my lower back predominantly. And she, uh, yeah, you go to enough sessions with somebody and they really get to know 
what you need and what you like, what you don't like, and you know how much pain you can take and how much you can't. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's great. I should uh, I should look at booking a uh, session with her or or re upping my membership at uh, Hand and Stone was really great. I I really liked their environment. That was I've been in the local massage locks and it's good, but just didn't feel like quite as relaxed as the as the Hand and Stone over um, in Lake Mary by mm-hmm. the. Um, peach valley cafe which was one of my favorite things to do is go for a massage and then go eat at peach valley yeah the key for me is after i get a massage i schedule my next one right then and there because otherwise the day the week the month get away from me and the last thing i think about is scheduling and using up those credits oh yeah or i leave they'll ask me but i always schedule that. that next service I, I need to get it on there and just work my schedule around it because i feel so much better when i'm getting them regularly yeah maybe i should try to plan my life out that way but oof, i don't it's know habit. it's tough i you know that habit that's all it reminds me of every time i go to uh, bath and body works to buy a uh, air freshener for either my house or my car um i always go and just buy one and they're like you know if you buy three at a time you could you could save quite a bit of money and i'm like mm. i don't know what i'm gonna want to smell a month from now <laughs> So I can't, I can't commit. I don't know when I'm going to need a massage. So how, how am I going to schedule it in advance? It's like, I feel like you can always if, like, like I'm sore month, right now. And I would like two. I would like three massages and I'd yeah. like to just go back to back to back. Right. <laughs> so for those, like those little fill in ones, you know, we go to uh, the chair massages in the malls are, are sometimes gonna, nice. I actually to fill that in. I think right? I'm going to do that today before, before my men's group meeting tonight, after I finish with uh, Renata around two, I think I'm going to go hit that chair massage place and get them to do a little bit of work. I, I slept weird two nights ago and I'm still kind of hanging on. And so I think I'm going to go and tell them that I'm a little sore right here and go to work. And another, another way I kind of get in the habit is whenever I'm traveling, if they have that massage oh, at the spa airport. available at the airport yeah. before or after uh, my trip, nice. that makes yeah. a big difference. I went to a spa in Las Vegas uh, waiting for my room to be available. And Ooh, what's nice, nice is when you go to a spa, a lot of times you can stay there and use the facilities all day. Yes. So it was hours before, I mean, must have been like eight hours before my room was going to be That's ready. awesome. So I went over, the, just, pl- went over to the spa, Canyon Ranch spa at the Palazzo. Oh, Canyon Ranch is like one of the best ones. And and so all I did was I bought a one-hour massage yeah but the, i had access the facility all, day. all day yeah and that's, they have that's nice. they've got snacks and the tea and coffee yeah. and you know you've got a whole lounge area and where you yeah. can take rainforest showers and it's nice swedish saunas and do, stuff like that all what, that all that is free what was yeah. the cost of the uh massage there was it a couple hundred bucks I, it was about 200 dollars yeah. with tip yeah that's yeah. what i would think but I honestly one of the best ones I've ever had. I did something similar last time I went to New York where I took that super early flight and I wasn't going to be able to check into my hostel until three in the afternoon. Uh-huh. And I, I, like my flight landed at like 720 in the morning. So it was going to be a long day. But I, I booked uh, I booked a massage at that spa and then just basically hung out there all day, took a nap and used the hot tub, the steam room, the sauna, all that stuff. All you need to do is have usually one treatment or one service of a certain value booked. Mm-hmm. In some places, it can be as cheap as just a manicure. You just oh, book wow. a manicure and you yeah. can still use their facilities all day long. Uh, otherwise, like non-hotel type of like day spas that you probably have in your city or town where you live. Um, sometimes if you don't want a treatment, you can just pay to use those sort of shared facilities for, you know, 50 bucks, 70 bucks, and, and basically have that same level of access without actually having to pay for a massage or a facial. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so yeah, nice hotels will usually have very nice spas, but they can be expensive for their treatments. 
uh, I would say worth it because they're very, I mean, the nicer, generally you get what you pay for with spas and the more you spend, the more relaxing the environment's going to be, the more professional and, and nice and sort of catering the staff is going to be where, um, one thing I do if, if I'm, if I'm really feeling some pain and I need a massage and I don't have a membership at a place, I'll, I'll hop on Groupon and see who's got a good deal on Groupon. And sometimes you can get an hour of spa or hour massage for 40 bucks on, on Groupon. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I'll go off Groupon and go into Google maps and actually look at the reviews of the place to see if it's got a decent reputation or not. And if it's got a decent reputation and it's super cheap on Groupon, I'll usually pull the trigger on it. Um, one thing I have noticed though, sometimes scheduling a Groupon for a massage can be difficult. But uh, if you buy it and then you can't get a, a schedule that works for you, you can just go to Groupon and say, hey, I tried to book this and I couldn't get a scheduled session and they'll just refund your money. Oh, great. Yeah. So that's that's one of the when, – when I need like a, a pick-me-up in a hurry, then that's one of the things that I do to, to get a massage. Or I haven't had to do it for a facial because you never really need a facial like you need a massage, right? Mm -hmm. But uh, that's one of my techniques that I have – I've used. Um the other thing is the uh, the facilities are usually co-ed, uh, with the exception of maybe if there's a steam room or a sauna attached to your locker room or changing room, then it might just be for your gender. But so if you're uptight at all about that, I mean, if if it's a mixed facility, obviously you're going to want to wear some pants in the uh, in the spa or in the steam room. Well, they usually give you a robe. Yeah, that's true. But you don't want to wear you don't want to wear a full robe to the. I, I bring a bathing suit for us if, if I'm going to oh. be in a sauna or a steam room. Okay, well, so and there's going to be women in there too. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm going to. I'm going to. Uh, I'm not going to. I've never been in a mix, a co-ed steam room. Really? Sauna. Oh, I have. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The I, one in New York was both okay. both the sauna and the steam room. They weren't oh. off, they weren't off the dressing rooms. They were okay. in, a, in a separate area, ah. and so men and women were were in there together. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so when you're in a single sex, do you usually go in naked? Or with uh, just a towel wrapped around? I usually just do a towel or my bathing suit, even in oh, a single it. sex. Uh, I was in Europe one time and actually we got yelled at. It was a co-ed, but we got yelled at for wearing our bathing suits in the sauna. Apparently in certain types of like Finnish saunas or Swedish saunas. Really? At least in this facility, the clothing, the the wetness of the the dampness of the clothing or the water in the, was throwing off would would potentially throw off the experience of whatever they're trying to create. And we had huh. we had a, a staff member come around and go, uh, -uh you got to be naked. Now this was Europe. I don't yeah. think that would be happening here. No, I don't think so either. That's interesting. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Did you get naked or did you leave? Oh yeah, no, we got naked. Got naked. Oh yeah. I mean, it's Europe. When in and Rome. So, and, so there when in Rome. Other, and there were other people in there completely naked. Oh, yeah. Or nothing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That is so different from how we grow up here in the States, isn't it? It is. It is. Yeah. All right. I guess I'm booking a spa when I go to <laughs> when I go over to Europe. Just make sure you don't wear your bathing suit. Wow. That is so interesting. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, anything else you want to talk about? Oh, one thing you can do at some spas um, that I really appreciate in Vegas, particularly, I think I did this at the spot, the Bellagio was uh straight razor shaves for men. They, that was oh. one of the services on the, on the menu. Nice. So you could go in there and get a straight razor shave. That was, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. A lot of times too, these spas have a lot of amenities in terms of facial like moisturizers and mm. Q-tips and all these little things that oh, yeah. you don't even realize you use at home. And when you're traveling, yeah. you, you know, so, and it's usually higher quality stuff too. For sure. So if you need to freshen up, 
Absolutely, you know, spend yeah. spend the, the the money and just spend the day at the spa. Yeah, there was uh, in the one I went to in New York, they had disposable razors, they had yep. Listerine, they had multiple kinds of shaving cream, they had disposable toothbrushes you could just have with multiple kinds of toothpaste. I mean, it was pretty, it was pretty nice, and yeah, mm-hmm. you could definitely spend all day there just working on looking good and feeling good. And uh, yeah, it's boy, it's got me got me wanting to go. I'm definitely getting a massage today, but yeah. in addition to that, I I may look at getting one of those memberships and again. I really like doing that on vacations, not go, go, go every single day. I, w- I want a day where we're yeah. out and about checking out the area and then another day relaxing. So a spa day like that, and especially if you have late night and you're out drinking and partying the night before, yeah. just be able to just decompress and – you know, regenerate from uh, a hangover at a spa. That's, it's a nice way to recover and, and be good to go for the rest of the trip. Yeah, I agree. So, uh, yeah, we're, I guess we're saying we're pro spa. We recommend it. If you've never been, then you definitely should check it out. And, uh, to check it out, I would say, spend the money, go somewhere nice, find, find a nice hotel in your town. And, uh, that has a spa and with that, you usually don't have to do the same amount of research and just, Nice hotels have nice spas. Just mm-hmm. Give it a shot. Yeah. Do do at least one treatment and then just confirm with them that you get access to the facility the whole day and they'll give you a robe and they'll give you some flip flops and you can just kind of drink uh, cucumber water all day. And just, it's 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 a really great way to use a day. Yeah. Yep. All right. Cool. Anything else, Dan? Um, nope. Not today. All right. Awesome. Thanks. We'll talk to you guys later. Wow. You made it through the whole thing. So you must like us at least a little bit. In which case, you should definitely follow or subscribe to our show in your chosen podcast app. Thanks. We'll talk to you next time.